behave either. You know what rules about hospitals? Um, <coughs> all the free ice cream? <coughs> no. You don't have to get out of bed to take a whiz. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I took a dump in mine. <coughs> upstate new york this is the slam till podcast the show about all things pinball i'm your host ron hallett here with my co-host bruce nightingale hi ho this is kermit the frog with another muppet news flash we're not doing muppet movies we're doing news flashes though yes we are but this is episode 58 pink panther the pink panther and everyone knows the song but when most people think pink panther they think inspector clouseau but in this one he is i wouldn't say a bit part but he's a secondary secondary role who does somewhat steal the movie hence the reason it became all about him afterwards no, it was with uh, Nevin was in it also, wasn't he? Well, no, David Niven was in it. Niven. You Nevin, got something Nevin. against that poor guy. Yes, David Niven. Um, there was the woman who I can't remember. Who else was in it? I, I think, uh, oh, what's his name? From Heart to Heart was in it, I thought. The one who was married to Natalie Wood. Oh. He was uh, in Austin Powers, too. Yes. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. They're going to make me look for this while I'm doing something else. Yep, we got to look for that. we got to find out who that was. Robert something? Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. I'm pretty sure he's in it. Robert Wagner. Oh, really? Okay, so I was right on that. All right. Yep. A lot of French guys. Yeah. The jewel gets <laughs> stolen eventually. Yes. And it's called the Pink Panther because it's like this big, what is this big diamond? And if you look yeah, at it, if you yes. look at it in a certain way, you can see a panther, a Pink Panther. Good movie. Uh, Recommend it. I think it's like 1963. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Seven, two stars mm-hmm. out of ten. So not bad. So. What's new? What's new? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Well, that's not in it, but yeah, uh, Tom Jones, 60s. Yeah, I'd I, yeah. I go for that. We have news. Yeah. Unfortunate news. Yeah. And uh, we debated even mentioning this, but when I saw Coast to Coast Pinball did a 30-minute thing on it, yeah. said, uh, I guess we can mention it. And I highly recommend um, listening to Coast to Coast Pinball and Nate's podcast on this it'll be far better than anything we will say yeah because we suck well yeah we, we we covered that we suck we do suck but uh fortunately uh john trudeau was arrested on thursday afternoon of two counts of uh child pornography according to the police report it's one of those deals where it was an ongoing ongoing investigation probably mm-hmm. going after you know, kitty porn people, sting, yeah. a sting, and wherever they have their hooks in, they saw a request come in for some porn and traced it to his John's IP computer, address. got a warrant, and when they checked his computer, they found what they thought they were going to find. Yep. Which, that's it, doesn't look good. No, not you at know, all, unfortunately. I mean, so, I mean, you could do the 
It's innocent until proven guilty, but man, it doesn't look good. No, it never looks good, but it, you know, don't forget, it is innocent until proven yeah. guilty. Now, look, OJ got off. Yeah, well, that's different. Oh shit. So I mean, this this is more like there's only two two possible scenarios. Either, well, he didn't realize what he was downloading, which is unlikely. Yes. Um, someone else in the house was using a computer and did it, not him. Mm-hmm. Or someone hacked into his computer and got porn through it. Yeah. Which, I it just it doesn't look like any of that's the case. No. no and no. and there's also another weird part of this. And if you listen to the Coast to Coast podcast, you'll hear what I hear that there was some premonition of something like this may occur. Yes, and somebody sent it to me. Oh, that you. It's still out there? Oh, it's out there. From 2013, where it was an article from Pinball Performance, Stern Pinball hires legendary pinball designer John Trudeau. Per Stern Pinball Facebook page, Stern has hired legendary pinball John Trudeau back in 5-9-2013. And uh, from 9-8-2013, do people really, this is from the person that posted, a ghost from pinball's past. Do people know who Mr. Trudeau really is? What kind of person he was with children that were in his care? That's exactly what was written. I think not. His demons will come back to haunt his life, I promise. Stay tuned. This will get good. That was the comment that Nate was looking for. Nate was, yeah, Nate was looking for on his podcast that he remembered seeing. And it is kind of creepy. You that know, is but as, creepy, yes. That's very creepy. don't forget, creepy. it was just four years ago. Nobody thought about it. Nobody knew about it. Somebody just could have been fishing, you know, like we always see in the internet. Yeah, oh, you mean trolling? Fishing. No, you know, no. fishing for hooks. You know, trying to get somebody to say, what do you mean? You know, and then keep the argument going and that kind of stuff also. Trolling. Fishing. Uh, uh, t- no, it's trolling. Fishing is a different term. I don't term. even want to give trolls their... their, oh. their you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, we're, complete, we're we're arguing about different terminology. Oh. Yes, we are. Of course, okay. I don't want to get off the subject. Okay. In Bruceisms, it's fishing. Trolling is now fishing, yes. which is a completely different thing. Except for the the band fish, then they're different. Too. The band fish. So on the pinball end of it, there's been people you know people asking like, you know, should they sell their games? Yeah, sell so the games. They- like if Papa or whatever has a tournament, should they not use John Trudeau made games in there? Are his games going to be worth less, worth more? I don't know how I feel. But, you know, do I still want Alien Star now? I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a weird situation. Plus the fact that he was in the midst of making a game for Stern, mm. which, let's face it, most people know, it's Iron Maiden. Yep. And it was actually normal flipper gap. Uh, Iron Maiden with uh, what Zombie Eddie on the art. And the playfield's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Trudeau was a notoriously fast worker, too. Yes. Case, so I'm sure it's probably been done for a while. So I, I've heard suggestions like they, they should redo it, which I can't see that happening. No, I don't it's think just, so. It's, it's frugal, Sam being nice here, as Stern is, I can't see them redoing that. No. It's just to be too expensive. Then I was talking to Bruce before that we went on the air here. I, I, the only situation I could see where they would do, redo it is if Iron Maiden's management said, "Like we want it redone." Yeah, we will not. We will yeah. not support it if you yeah. let somebody yep. do that. Yeah, and I'm sure they have final approval anyway, so they could yeah, just say, course. "Like, yeah." So, and I'm sure when the game comes out, it's going to say, "Designed by Stern Pinball." 
Yeah. Stern, so pinball, employees. Yep. Yeah. So, and then, and then there was questions like, should Stern say anything? The way you got to look at it is this. It's a bad situation for everyone. Stern is probably going to just, he's gone. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah he's, 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 he's gone. I, I don't yeah. think whether he's, whether it turns out he's innocent or not, they're not. Of course not. They're not even going to deal with it. He's going to. He's gone. His life's ruined. His life's ruined. That too. Even if he is innocent, I, we don't know. Nobody will know until the charges all come out and everything like that. He has been released on bail now. Yeah, he was released Sunday. Yes. And it, it. I had an interesting situation where where I used to live, the guy next door to me, he ran a cardio for kids karate place, and one of his students said that um, they had sexual relations with her. And it made news all over the place. It's in the paper, all that. He went to jail. Well, as it turns out, she was lying. And like, and I, I found out because like a month later, he was back, like next door. And even though he was innocent, there was nothing in the press or anything like that. Like, uh, the guy we t- totally destroyed his screwed life over. before, screwed over, was actually innocent. Um, I mean, he obviously had to, his, his school is, was done. Yeah. So, of but. I mean, it's just the old innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, you have to go by that. That's what everyone. That's what everyone's freedom is. Since we're kind of in a downturn, let's pile it on. Just want to <laughs> oh, no. no, just uh, send our well, best wishes out to people in Texas. Yes, very much. Hurricane so. Harvey is uh, forty inches of rain. Yes, if you can donate anything, that'd be very nice. Poor people out there. Pinball's not important when it comes to life. Life is more important. These people are suffering. Six people have already died so far as of Monday, uh, 9 o'clock. It's not a good thing. It really isn't. So Now that we're doing... Hey, Bruce! Did you know that some people say that the new Attack from Mars remake, the flippers just don't play like the original? Yeah, I've heard this. Uh, Tim Balls has been leading the crusade. Yeah, Tim Balls has been just leading the charge on this. It's got to be the system. It's or well, flippers and Keith Elwin was in agreement with me. That well, no, that they play differently. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, hi, Keith. Did, did did you give a Roller Games 2000 idea to Steve? When's that I happening? Hope he did. Roller Games. games. Roller, Roller Games. Roll. Oh, sorry. Because they're they're pretty much made from the same parts. I mean, they're Williams parts. But the thing to remember, the thing in the to past, rem- they weren't. I mean, in the past, they weren't. So your Medieval Madness remake that you have, you lift up that play field. They're not WPC Flipper Mechs in there? Well, we don't know that because, don't forget, five or six years ago, there was a big controversy where other companies were making the mechs wrong and Pinball Life was. Wasn't. Did they fix that? Was it? Yeah. Here's the deal. About, and it was probably more than seven, or it was probably more like 10 years ago. Probably 10 or 12. Yeah. Well, what happened was, as the... Pinball parts suppliers like Marco were running out of their stock of original WPC flipper mechs. When they started to make new ones, the plunger lengths were too long. And why was this happening, you may ask? Well, I had a discussion with Terry at Pinball Life. You know you're a pinball geek when you're talking about, you know, plungers with some, someone. Oh <laughs> uh, the deal was, when Pinball 2000 came out, they slightly lengthened the plunger length. They did not change the part number. So when the, the same company makes like the plungers, 
for like all your all your or your when you buy a lot of these these parts, the same company's making them whether you're buying it from Pinball Life or whoever. There's a company in Chicago who makes these. They were using the Pinball 2000 specs to make the plungers. So they were too long, and that's what everyone was getting. So then that that was eventually fixed. But there's a lot of ones out there that are still, you know, too long. But I believe most of the vendors have that under control. I know if you get it from Pinball Life, you will get the right ones. And he has he has all the di- like every different Williams iteration, every Williams generation he has. So if you really want things exactly the same as original, he has them. But um, that was the first thing that the the flipper travel was different. But they did post some pictures like original. And the remakes, at least at least from Attack from Mars, and it looked the same. It does look the it same. It looked the same. But the thing you got to remember is it's a different system. It's not WPC. It's whatever they're using. I don't even know what you what you call it. It's it's emulating the original system, but it's not the original system. So I think it's delayed. Yeah, there's there's it, that's what I've like a delay. It's it's a it comes off different parts of the flipper to hit different shots than an original does, etc. etc. Well, don't forget. Uh... Since I own an MMR, it, what it does actually, it goes from the main board is in the back box, which is like a uh, what do they call it? Uh, I forget what they call it, the little board, but they call it a, P, a pinball emulator. And then it goes down to uh, the big board underneath the play field, which actually has the graphics, the CPU drive, and then underneath there's th- the play field. Insane. Yes. yes. Then, wait, then there's three. Solenoid drivers that go into that playfield, big board, and all your uh, coils, flippers go through that. So not going directly to the emulator itself. It's going through and then through something else. That's where I think our time delay is happening. That sounds good. Sounds good to me. Bruce has figured it out. This is the problem. So how do we fix this, Bruce? Uh... We should have put WPC boards in there from the day one of the remakes. I mean, um, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done when they first talked about this yeah. and they didn't want to do this. Yeah, I, I don't. And, and then they may mount everything to the playfield because we know mounting boards to the playfield is a great Works idea. So well. Nothing has ever happened. A capacitor is no. falling off of flasher boards. Nothing has ever happened. Optos going bad. Nothing has ever happened. Ball trough issues by putting stuff on the playfield. Spike two. <clears throat> Nothing bad has ever happened. Atari. No. Uh, oh, well, not. actually, that was at the bottom of the playfield. No, actually, the bottom of the cabinet isn't good either. No. Don't do. Don't do that. Move, move them to the head. Move all yes. boards to the head, and be done with it. Yes, away from I the vibration. Agree. So uh, we were on two podcasts this week. Besides two? our own, we were two, two of we them. Were. What was the other? Interesting. One? Yes. Oh. Pinball profile. We were on. Yes, we were. Episode sixty-nine. <laughs> 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 that was pretty. That was pretty funny, butthead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as he called it, fifty-seven point five, which is the in between. Yeah. Which we're now on okay, 58. What, were, what was the other one we were on? Oh, that was the uh, the Pinball Players Podcast. So how were we on that? I don't recall being interviewed for that. We were not interviewed. Oh. They had Chuck Webster on. Oh, that guy. Yeah. The guy who hates New York. 
the guy who plots against all New York players to get New England guys into the glory of the trash can while we sit outside. They announced somebody new for that tournament today. It was Mr. Uh, uh, some guy, world champion. Uh, well, former world champion. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Bowen. 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 Yes. Bowen. Oh, yes, he was invited. I like how we invited him, saying that even though he lost to a kid, we still forgive you. And, and... Yes. But uh, on, going back to the uh, Pinball Players podcast, uh, I actually enjoyed it. It was a very good show, and they had Chuck on. And about halfway through, they took a snippet from one of our podcasts. But wait a minute. They actually had a clip of one of our podcasts? They did. Did they get permission for that? Uh, no, but I don't give a crap. Oh, uh, oh uh, you, you sure? You sure we don't yeah. need to get George Takei on this? No, no, okay. no, 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 okay. because it showed us in our true blue New England accents. What? They took our – remember when we were talking about how the chowder heads they were? Yeah. Well, they took that, and they said, you know, how we were making fun of them, saying that we could take them down, of course, and that they're picking on poor, you know, Stephanie, pinball princess, and that they should be adding more New York players and then, of course, they piled on us afterwards after taking that clip. Well, the one thing the New England guys don't realize when you screw it, New Yorkers, you know, we, we go all out. We find an angle. We find an angle. So we got we got on the phone right now, just called in. We have a ringer. And he's going to move to New York just for this He's thing. moving to New York just for this event. We have Raymond Davidson. Yes. <laughs> We're going to win. We're going to win. <laughs> Hi, hey, Ray. guys. Hey, Raymond. <laughs> Congratulations yeah, I'm, I'm on your ready. two wins this weekend. Yeah, yeah, just just got off uh, Northwest Pinball Championships. That was uh, exciting. Congratulations very much. Tell us about this weekend's championship tournament, please. Uh, well, it was the Papa format of old. Uh, I guess Papa 19 and earlier. Um, and it was only four-game ticket. Um with seven games to choose from. So it was interesting because the ratio was a little different than most people were used to at pop where it was like five out of 10. Um, so once you had one run, you can't play the other half of the games. One, one game will overlap, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I, I ended up qualifying on my second ticket, just kind of like, you know, futzing around trying to feel out the games. And I was just, just like, Whoa, I have scores that are not total crap. Like, I guess that's good. And if you look <laughs> at my ticket, like, there, there's nothing. I didn't blow anything up. I just got kind of average Joe scores. And then later, when I was trying to blow things up to try to pass Dave Stewart, I just couldn't do anything at all. So <laughs> sometimes just going in cold and putting in your run is the best way to go. And very impressive. So uh, how many people showed up and actually played in first the Classics, if you know, and also the Main, since I know you were helping running it, too, a little bit, weren't you? Uh, yeah, so I think... For both Classics and Main, there was like 84, 85, um, somewhere in the 80s of people. Um, I think all of them played at least the four games or whatever is required. Um, It was actually the best turnout we've ever had, including when it was at the show, which, um, you know, when you had all the onlookers passing by and and whatnot, it was actually, it eclipsed even that attendance. Which is impressive because you had to move. Yeah, we've we've had to move a couple times. Um, you know, at one point it was up in Marysville, which is like forty five minutes north of Seattle, kind of just out in the boonies. 
And then one year, uh, or the last couple years, it's been in Bellevue at this fancy bowling alley called Lucky Strike. But they, they bailed on us because their corporate overlords demanded that we clear the room for the UFC or some fight thing. Yeah, it was the Mayweather-McGregor McDonald fight. or whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> we could see Raymond really uh, follows that. <laughs> Yeah, so we had to find some place, and the, and and uh, we were kind of panicking because it was really hard to find Lucky Strike. Like we have a certain budget, you know, we need it all day Thursday through Sunday, and you know, eventually we we found we um, called up different places, and you know, hotels. <laughs> it was funny. I call up a hotel like a Holiday Inn or something, and they're like, they're super nice. They like send me emails, get me all hooked up, tell me all the info. And then slowly she starts sending emails one by one being like, wait a minute, is this going to be loud? Wait, how many people? How many machines? What times? <laughs> and eventually I just replied. I was like, yeah, uh, we found somewhere else. It's okay. You don't, you don't have to worry about us. We're not, <laughs> We're not going to ruin your weekend. Yeah, but you could just see, like, she's like, I got to ask my manager something. I got, like, he just, it was funny. But, uh, yeah, so we found this bowl and skate. Uh, Linwood Bowl and Skate, and it worked out beautifully. There was uh, two rooms, um, a classics room and a main room, and um, the machines fit perfectly against the wall, and there was some space for the stream even, and uh, some practice games too, so I was really happy. Do you remember the list of games that you were for main and for classics? Yeah, the the game list. I I always pride ourselves on having a a sweet list, but uh, maybe I'm biased because I just... I don't know. It, it was like Johnny Mnemonic, which you don't mm-hmm. see in tournaments very much, for good yeah. reason. We were never going to use that game ever again. <laughs> it just Yikes. kept breaking. Um, Indiana Jones, Williams, uh, set up very mean, but not completely bogus mean. Um, you could still put up some good scores on it. The left flipper was strong enough so you could hit, nail that jackpot ramp. It was it was pretty sweet. Nice. Um, there was. <clears throat> Roadshow, which was the meanest roadshow ever. I think uh, in my final game, spoiler alert, the final round of four, I got third place with 15 million. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that Yikes. Tells about how mean that, that thing was set up. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, then there was Terminator 2, which you don't see in tournaments very much because it's on the like banned list, but I don't know. I. I, mean, I love that game. That's like one of my favorite games. I used to play it growing up at the race car place, uh, a go-karting place near me. And it, it kind of helped me get into pinball. And I just have a soft spot for that game. Cool. Um, then there's also... Sorry, I'm blanking here. We'll see. Go down the list. Your game. Tron. There yes. you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Tron. And yes, uh, it do. came through for me. Uh, although it almost didn't. Uh, that was an exciting... You, Everyone should watch the uh, that final game. That was really intense. Um, so Tron, and then see how many is that? So Terminator Two, Roadshow, Indiana Jones, Johnny Mnemonic, Tron, ah, Walking Dead, and Whirlwind. Those are the other two. Yep, those would be Walking Dead Premium. Yes, with the buttons. Yep, and if you wanted to watch all this, because we keep saying watch it, watch it. Well, where can I watch it? It was on Twitch. Just look for, uh, I believe it's Kevin DDR. Yeah, yeah, we're using Kevin Kevin Burrell's stream channel, uh, Kevin DDR. 
And you could see the final match where they had to make a call to Josh Sharp to get a ruling. <laughs> Were you guys watching that? I was watching that. That actually happened. <laughs> they had to interrupt Josh's viewing of the Game of Thrones finale <laughs> to get a ruling. <laughs> so did you see it, Bruce, at all? Uh, I did not see it. I was actually watching Game of Thrones myself. So Okay, so... Here you go. Put your tournament director hat on, Bruce. Okay, I screwed up once last week, so here we go. Well, I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll tell you what Josh decided. No, don't. First, let me let me guess. Well, well, let me say well, what I would do. And yeah, then, that's okay. that's the point, Bruce. Yes. yes. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're playing Tron. Okay. Well, Robert Gagne is playing Tron. Yeah, Robert, Robert Gagne is playing Tron, and the ball saver is on. He drains, but it's like a drain Lazarus. So it fires another ball out, but his original ball is back in play. He then traps up. So you have one ball on each flipper. So it's like it should be single ball play, but he has two balls in play. What's the ruling? He has to drain one. That is what Josh said. Yep, he has to drain uh, one. That was a much quicker decision than the uh, five minutes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he has to train one automatically. That's that's a definite. That's stuff I've gotten burned by that rule a couple times too. Where sometimes a stern will kick out two balls in multi ball, you know, or something like that. And I'm like, oh crap, you know, you actually have to plunge one and drain it. And hopefully, the stern software is smart enough to pick up, which it should have been. Yeah, the the I think the hang up was the fact that it wasn't technically a malfunction. I believe that was the main. That's that. Still that's what drain. I. Yeah, that's what I it's kept hearing him say though. It's a <laughs> beneficial malfunction, so you have to drain one. It is it is a gray area, and I can definitely see it going both ways. Um, but it, and it's not written in the rules. There's no blanket rule that says you can't play two ball and single ball play because that wouldn't be accurate either. Because like mm-hmm. Star Stern Trek and some earlier games with multi ball, like there was no difference between single ball and, and multi ball, right? So that was the the hang up, yeah. Yeah, but. Hey, I guessed right, right. I didn't guess right. I knew right, right off the bat. Yes. Good job. Good job. You'll yes. make a great tournament director someday. I'm so proud of you. One of these years. So what were the classic games you had? Uh, the classic games, we started out with um, Meteor, nice. uh, but it took a dump where it would just reboot um, all the time. Well, it started out like it rebooted maybe once Friday or once Thursday when we were setting it up and we were like, oh, well, let's hope that doesn't happen again. We like looked at it. We kind of jiggled some connectors that were kind of loose and, you know, and and it seemed fine. But then like at, late afternoon Friday, it reboot again. And we're like, oh, that's not good. Um, and so we kept going back in trying to reseat connectors and stuff. And then it rebooted again and again. And it just started more frequently rebooting. And so we just were like, all right, that's it. We got to pull it out. Um, and we swapped in Vulcan, Gottlieb, um, Vulcan, <sighs> EM. Sure, Bruce is a fan of that. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah. I would have uh, brought- pulled a rectifier board out of something just to put me <laughs> get Meteor back up and running. <laughs> yeah, it was it would suck, too, because after we pulled Meteor, we put it on the side for people to play practice. Never, never rebooted once again. So must have been a power situation or something. Yeah. But- yeah, so Gottlieb Vulcan, um, 2001. Ah. 
<laughs> One of my favorites, but not in tournament play. I like playing yes. that at a show when it's on free play, and I can play it over and over. But in a tournament, God no. God, <laughs> no that thing is brutal. brutal. Oh my God! And it it took me. I I, t- I spent a good like two minutes trying to get the tilt. Like when I was setting it up on Thursday, trying to get the tilt so that it wasn't bogus and it wasn't untiltable. There was like a very fine line because if you tilt a tilt ends game, people are gonna. They're going to hate you. Like it, the, There will be riots. But if you have it too loose where you can just shove it around, people will just be rolling hate it over too. and over again. Yeah, yeah hate so, you too. Yeah, so that was a tricky one in that, in that, in that aspect. And then after Vulcan, uh, we had Quick, not Quicksilver, Sea Witch. Nice. I called, nice. Quick was the first word that came to mind because it was ridiculously quick. It had both outlane posts removed, so... The games were not very long. <laughs> I think the high the high score of the whole weekend was like 1.7 million. Mm. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Removing the post. Brutal. So yeah. yes, I like it. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I would have went that far. That's a little too brutal. Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, it might have been maybe just taking the rubbers off. Yeah. Been well, better. What, what what you can do and what they did at the one I played in Texas, the posts are like the full star posts. The yeah. guy, he took them out and replaced them with like, like the skinny plastic posts, like you'd see on like, uh, a, like like on a Williams game, or what that Stern uses for all their slingshot posts. That whole right. like the skinny type, he used that, yeah, yeah. and it made it much harder, but not like insanely hard. Uh, okay, cool. Just to suggest, and you can get the blue ones too that will match the color motif. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Yes. All right. So yeah. So it was uh, so Vulcan. 2001, Sea Witch, uh, Blackjack. Love Blackjack. Oh, nice. Love your Blackjack. I I had a a crucial game in a Classics final where I had 7,500 points going into ball three and then rolled it. Nice. Nice. Now, did you have the um, the tournament ROMs on the thing? No, we couldn't. um, It it wasn't our Blackjack, so we couldn't um, mess with that. Um, So there was some BS in that regard, but... Um, it was it was it was still a fun game. It's kind of I love blackjack. Yeah, and then the last game um, was a uh, Gotly Pioneer, the two player version of Spirit of Seventy Six. Mm-hmm. Which, if people haven't played it, um, Tim Balls will tell you all about it. He he had never seen it, and after this weekend, he he's a fan, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's got like this double bonus light that <laughs> the rule card actually says lights double bonus occasionally, like. That verbatim, occasionally, <laughs> and <Yikes>. you <laughs> you have to like advance bonus to change it, and so it's like this constant dance of trying to get the hole lit for your double bonus. But it's actually like skillful. It's not like hang glider where every five switches or whatever. Stupid hang glider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so that, those are the games, classics. Very cool. And so, and you won classics also. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was an early uh, morning, 9.15 a.m., and somehow managed to stay awake and pull it out. We Facebook Live broadcasted the uh, Final Four. Oh, um, I played against in uh, – I'm trying to remember now. I mean, there was – I mean, I think I might have played against Zach Sharp. I know he was in the finals. I think I played against Jermaine probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't remember. Um Fail. 
I know. I love it. It like literally happened yesterday. I don't remember. I don't you remember. Don't. Well, when you put me on the spot like that, you know, these questions. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. We're Stop just hard-hitting journalists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. boy. But that's cool. Congratulations on both of your wins. And we'll be welcoming you to New York soon when you move up and uh, enjoy that, the Chuck? hospitality of New York yep. and take out. Raymond Davidson's coming. He's yes. coming to represent New York. Yes. To kick he all your ass. here for a couple days and Just A couple crush. days. <laughs> 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 but can I talk trash? Oh, you can talk trash anytime you want. I know you can. <laughs> I know it. And and you took you took the Ron Hallett route to victory. You won on your own game. Yeah, I I I really didn't want to. I kept avoiding it throughout the finals, but I it came down to game three, and I knew if I didn't pick Tron, Robert was going to pick Indiana Jones, and I had not had much time on that Indiana Jones. Um, so it was either pick Tron or Walking Dead. And Walking Dead, I also would have been okay with because I, I own a Walking Dead, but that was the problem. This wasn't my Walking Dead, right? So it could have been a curse. So I was, I was hoping. I, I'd rather play a Tron that's my Tron than a Walking Dead that's not, not my Walking Dead. But sure, yeah. uh, that Tron was set up uh, pretty mean. It, it, it wasn't quite how I had played it at home. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, is, that, was it a, is it a pro or an LE? The Tron was is a pro. It's with a pro with the EL wire stuff. On. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Because doesn't the LE has the moving recognizer thingy? I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Bruce will <laughs> confirm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, when you come to the Trash Talker Invitational, Raymond, and we fly you out here first, cl- of course, first class, first you know, class, <laughs> first class, all the way. There's only one person you have to worry about, and he's a New England guy. He's won pop a couple times. It's oh. that that Bowen guy, you know. That Don't worry guy? about him. <laughs> He's a former world champion, not not current IFP yeah, world exactly. champion. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, so you know. yeah, I think some kid beat him. Last yeah, some kid beat him. Yeah, some kid so, beat him. So what the heck, you know? Yeah. It's so easy. So <laughs> I, I mean, you're you're not even in your prime yet. He's far past his prime at this yeah, point. Yeah, God. And he and he had to get an allergy test today, so he's got all hives all over him from all the oh, allergy I saw, tests. I saw his little post there. Yeah. 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 So he's done. He's done. He's oh. just old now. He's just going to fall apart on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you were on the East Coast, Raymond. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good to know that, um, you know, because one of my biggest fears of ever leaving Seattle is if where I go doesn't have, you know, a big pinball scene. Uh, well, I don't have that fear on the East Coast. It seems like from coast or from like north to south all along the coast, there's pinball like everywhere. Yeah. So come on out. Yeah. Get on the normal time zone. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be emailing you your uh, travel itinerary later yes, on. Yes, we will. Yes, we, we have, will. We have everything prepared. Yes, cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so what else has been new with you, Raymond? Have you been enjoying your uh, new game? Ghostbusters? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun sometimes, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> I just, they need to, it could be an okay game if they just did a little more balancing and had less bugs. Um, but with the, the, between the bugs and the balancing issues, it's just not a game I, I can say that I, I like. I, I do, it is fun going on marshmallow runs. Like a 15 billion marshmallow man is pretty fun. Like when you 
you, you know, you crank it up to X and then you get the six X and you, you do the thing, but it, you feel like you kind of luck into it a little bit or, you know, it's like you can try to set it up, but usually that just leads to frustration and you, you know, you get hosed left and right. It's like, I wish they would have, um, instead of the skill shot lighting your X's, if they just made it like a normal way to light X's that was, you know, not super deadly or time consuming or, I think you have to like hit the three targets and then hit the captive ball like five times. And then sometimes you hit the captive ball five times and it doesn't even give you anything and nobody knows why. And the left ramp will randomly divert your ball into the scoop like when you don't have lock lit or a mode and it just throws you off and you're like, why did it divert? Well, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know because it's buggy, buggy software. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the Scalari Brothers. I, actually, Scalari Brothers are kind of funny because... They, they punish you for missing shots because they'll only ever come up if you hit that captive ball that you never want to hit. So I'm okay with that. I wish they would be off in multi-ball, though. Then I'd be okay with that. I agree. No, I think they should just be removed entirely for pain in the ass. <laughs> They're useless. I hate that. Something that's literally put them in because we don't have anything from the second movie. We'll put Scalari Brother <laughs> targets in. I mean, that's the only reason they're in there. Ah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The second movie, which I didn't see. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah. Speaking... But my friend tells me that the Scalari brothers are from the second movie, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, well. You were like, there was a second movie? What? <laughs> what? Huh? What? So what do you think of Star Wars? Star Wars. Uh, I played it a little bit at Pinburg, and I enjoyed it. It flowed pretty well. I, I actually kind of liked the idea of, like, oh, my X is up and I have these shots lit. And if I hit these shots, like right now, I get like these pretty good value. Like I got, I get rewarded for hitting lit shots. And I feel like that's been missing a lot from games where you hit a lit shot and it may or may not do anything for you. Like you don't really know. But in, in Star Wars, if you have X's and there's a shot that's lit, you probably should hit it because you're probably going to get like an absurd amount of points. Um, so... At a fundamental level, I think that's fun, um, but they need to, you know, obviously tweak it a little bit and, uh, you know, not have the game Johnny Mnemonic power down during uh, finals. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I think that was funny. my analogy when it died at Rock Fantasy. Yeah, that that's the joke. I forgot. You're a listener. I love <laughs> listeners. Listeners rule. So what do you think of the IFPA heads up pinball thing that they posted on the uh, IFPA website. Did you see that? I don't know what it is. I just saw like a picture and then coming soon or something, or maybe yeah, I didn't that's look all they right. did. No. Is it like the thing Jack Danger was doing with the weird time challenges side I to side not. on the different You know, it games? might be. It might. Well, it was, it's heads up. Heads up challenge. I think it was it's something like that. It's some new way of presenting pinball on camera. And it is in October. And it is not at Expo. How do you know it's not at Expo? That's what Josh said. Oh. Because somebody oh, okay. asked him. Oh, all right. Well, they better start releasing some details because flights are, you know. I know. I agree. But we shall see. Hmm. I, 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 I'm interested to know. Yeah, I want to know more. I mean, the heads up is, is kind of a cool novelty, but I don't know how serious... I could take it because it's kind of like there's just so many variables, like the different games and how one's set up over the other. And 
I guess I'm just scared because I've never approached a game other than, you know, tournament strategy. So I wouldn't know what to do for, like, speed or, or uh, number of flips or whatever. I don't even know what... What the it, limit would be or two minutes you only have and go knock yeah. your socks off. I know. I would like that, actually. I actually would like that idea. That, you know, hey, you have two minutes on this game. You don't see what the other guy plays. Play this. Then it wouldn't, then it wouldn't be head-to-head. But I know. Remember when they did the speed run thing? Yeah. I thought that was pretty – you had to, like, run to each game. You had to get a certain, like, score as quickly as possible, then run to the next game, run to the next game. Oh, my gosh. They did that at Papa one year, and me and my friend uh, Bobby, uh, who's an op here in the Seattle area, we – it went to, like, 4 in the morning, but we – we we continued it like we stuck around till the bitter end, and there was like us and two other teams who were still there. So we like basically won by default. But <laughs> we, it was still it was actually pretty fun. There was like a an end of line challenge where they put the ball trapped on your right flipper, and you'd have one chance to get an end of line jackpot split flipper, and and that mm. was it. Like That's or cool. uh, yeah, it, it, there was some cool things like that. I like that idea. That's actually really neat. Mm-hmm. Except for the four in the morning thing, then I'd just be dead to the world. <laughs> well, yeah, that uh, that was back when uh, the after parties would literally go until seven a.m. Yeah. at Papa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Before they started booting people out, like, yeah, this is too long. So, yeah, like it was funny because I think the year after that, we intentionally didn't get a hotel that night. We booked like a five or six a.m. flight, and we're like, oh, we'll just stay at the uh, at the pub facility. And then, like, <laughs> we're just out at one thirty, and we're just like, oh, I guess we're going to the airport now. <laughs> Yikes, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ron. Y- yes, yes, sir. I-, I heard you got a package today. Oh, I got a package, all right. You wait to hear this one, Raymond. This oh, is good. This is good. Whoa. Yeah, okay. So, as listeners know, I'm getting it dialed in. Woo! And I think uh, last episode I even... Um, Had a tracking number. But, yeah, I said, oh, look, a tracking number. Hey. So... It was shipped on Monday. Let's see. Let me get my little calendar up here. So it would have been the 21st. And I get the tracking number, and I see it sitting in Trenton, New Jersey. And then, you know, the next day, the next day, the next day. We get up to Thursday. It's still sitting in Trenton, New Jersey, at least according to the tracking number. So what the hell's going on? So I call the local office. It was uh, New Pen. It's the, the company, the trucking company that's delivering it. I call them and it's like, uh, yeah, I got this this delivery coming, and I was just wondering. Um, it says it's still in New Jersey. Just wondering what's going on. I give him the tracking number. He's there. Is this to Castleton? Like, yeah. He's there. Yeah, it's here. You want it tomorrow? Like, uh, yeah, sure. So they say they're going to deliver between four and eight. Great. Okay. So I kind of changed my work schedule around. So I get out early. Or actually, not. I just went to work earlier, got out, get home, and wait for the next four hours, and it doesn't show up. Like, well, this sucks. So I call them. It's like 8 at night. I figure no one's going to answer, right? It's 8 o'clock at night. To my surprise, someone answers. (laughs) And they're like, um, it it was hilarious conversation. I'm like, yeah, I was just wondering what's going on with my shipment. Supposed to be here. And the guys are, "Oh, oh, I wonder if you're the guy that he blew off. Literally, that's what he said. What? And it's like, are, are you Ron Hallett? Like, uh, yes, I am. It's like, oh, the, the driver got, he, he got, like, locked in somewhere where he couldn't get out. So he had to cancel or whatever. And it's like, he didn't call you? No, no one called me. 
So we, we set it up to be like, you know, we, we can deliver first thing Monday morning. It's like, no, I'll be at work. It's like, well, it, and we it basically arrange it so it's supposed to come between 5.30 and 8 at night. So I can be there for it. Great. Fine. Awesome. Okay. Now, how much did you pay for this machine, Ron? Oh, it's $9,000. Okay, that's good. Keep, keep on going. Okay. So I get home at like 5.20. And guess what's sitting on my front door? Uh, wait, what was the window you agreed on? Yeah, 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 530, 530 to 8. eight. Now, I've had, uh, this is like number five game. To, I've never had a situation where I didn't have to sign for the game. Ever. So I don't know. Maybe some of our listeners who have gotten Jersey Jack games from New Pen can tell me if something if I'm missing something here. But I literally I got home and the game is sitting there in front of my front door, just sitting there. Like, oh, okay. See, Raymond, we could have got a free game. Yeah, literally, <laughs> if you were driving by my house, it's like, oh, look at that, free game. Could have just taken it. Yeah. It, was on, it was on the pallet. You could have just boom had it. Could have been yours. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it either. And I'm like, I mean, maybe they, they were just trying to make it up to you. They're like, oh, man, imagine how happy and surprised he'll be when he gets home from work today. Yeah. It's probably the same idiot driver that didn't call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in my mind, I'm just going to say it's that same guy. He's my sworn enemy now, whoever he is. <laughs> but it was, thank God, it didn't have any puncture holes or anything like that in it. And I got it in the house. I opened up the top. Got that wonderful new game smell. Mmm. Mm. And it looks okay. It, it survived. So it's sitting in the uh, living room in a box. So now that Ron has his game, mm-hmm. I now admit I lost. You, you lost our bet. Yes, I did. So now I have to tell you the goodness about barbed wire. Tell us why barbed wire is a great game, Bruce. First, I don't own one. That makes it a great game. How is that the game's quality? Well, yeah, well, yeah. It's just it's good for me that I don't own one. The shots are actually not that bad. I don't mind it. And you'll never burn a GI out on a barbed wire system three. Because GIs don't burn out on system three gottleaps. Oh, I thought you were just gonna say because it had no GI. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the game, but I that setup. No, it does. Good. It's it's a bad game. It's a really <laughs> bad game. So that's all you can say about it? That's all. That's it. So Pamela Anderson's okay, and the GI doesn't yep. burn out, and you don't yep. mind the shots that much. Don't mind the shots that much. The rules are terrible, of course, you know, but... No, th- 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 you said a negative thing. Okay, so I gave you four positives. Okay. There you and, go. And, you know, got, thank God I don't own one. But that's not a... Po- <sighs> that's a positive. <laughs> that was the only bet you guys had, was he had to say good things about a Gottlieb System 3 game? Yeah, or if I won, if I got my game first, I was going to be the host and Ron was going to be the co-host. Mm-hmm. Which I think the only difference would be when we did the intro. You would have done the intro. Yes. That would have been really, interesting. We should do that. Been, oh, wow. That would have been interesting. Actually, you know, do we have any of our podcasts that might come out April Fool's Day? Let's I don't know. See. When, when is April Fool's Day next year? It is oh, it's, it's Sunday. Damn it. So I'm just thinking that would be a cool thing. Well, yeah, but now you spoiled it. Well, yeah. Exactly. No, no one will remember it by then. No one will remember that. That's true. I don't remember what we said in the last episode half the time. 
Do you remember ordering dialed in? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, I remember ordering dialed in. I'm trying to think today. I did that over email. Yeah, I didn't do that in person. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. How's it playing? I haven't played it yet. What? It's it's sitting in my living room. <laughs> I said it's sitting in my living room. It's not set up yet. Ah. Probably won't be set up for a well. I, first, I want to see. I guess the newer ones come with the uh, sim hole protector installed. Oh. Because I guess it just wears. But I also I have other protectors on the way that probably won't be here for like three weeks. So it's going to be a while before I play dialed in. People are like, "What? What? Like, like, Why is it? What? How can you just yeah?" Let whenever it sit I get there? a game, I I open it up and I set it up that night and just start going. Yeah. You see, this is where my OCD and things like that really hurt me. Like, I hate, like, the whole box opening party. I could never do that. I have to open it <laughs> at my own pace. I have to meticulously go through the game before it's ever played. I had my Black Spider-Man in the box for three months without even touching it. Yeah, but, but you also had unboxing parties. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, I just, I couldn't do that. It, I have to. It has to be all prepared. It has to be all ready. Then I have to tweak everything before I even have anyone else play it. That's <laughs> yeah, just Yikes. sorry. It's just like I want you to play my dial, Dan, and I have see to see now. It. Hold on, Raymond. Raymond, do you yeah. see what I have to put up with now? <laughs> yeah, I'm usually the one that's the the fucked up one. This, you know, in our podcast relationship, you see how I'm. You know, now you see what I have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Ron needed an extra day, right, to make sure the podcast was perfect. So exactly, because I fuck it all up. Because <laughs> of all the editing I have to do, thanks to this guy. <laughs> you make yeah. a good team. You should hear. You know, I really should have a um, the censored collection, the blooper, the blooper reel. Where we just have every inappropriate comment he says. It's like, oh, oh my I'd god, be it'd be banning. Yes, it's bad now. Actually, Raymond, it's actually so bad. I'm actually starting to go afterwards, like. Maybe you should cut this part out. <laughs> oh, wow. When Bruce is calling me like, uh, you know, I was kind of a dick in this part. I was wondering if you could cut that out. It's like, I already did, Bruce. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. That is that bad. Oh, <laughs> it really <God>. is. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a little too open with the mouth. Yeah. So, uh, the, the Trash Talker 3 Invitational, we put out $50, me and Ron did. A piece. A piece, so but the people don't have to bid over. They just got to bid over our fifty dollar bid. We're gonna give fifty dollars automatically. Yep, you could bid fifty one. That's fine. Yes, we're looking for people. We're looking for donations. Donations to actually take on the New England boys. But if we have somebody flying in, we might not need a donation anymore. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, no, no we still need the donations. They do a really good job at a Project Pinball. Well, charity. They really do. What we're trying to say here is, hey, listeners, come on. Open your wallet. Open your wallet. Step <laughs> up. Step up and, and just whoop some New England ass. Come on. I mean, uh, you can get to meet Bowen, former world champion. You can get his autograph. You get to play in a great place of uh, Chuck Webster. His place rocks. You can play a Nugent with actual Ted Nugent music. Yes. Wait, what? See, what? now See? we might get Raymond. See, See? We do. See, Raymond's coming now. That's that's what he needed to hear. Does, does it does it go like beep 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 beep? No. Beep, 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 beep. Oh god. 
What a be classic. This is thing I actually like for the play Nugent, but the sound is so bad in that game. Stern's MPU 100 sound. It's just, oh, it's awful. I'd rather have chimes. That's, yeah, that's why Stars is awesome, because it just has the chimes. It's like, it doesn't have that. They recovered, though, with Meteor. MPU 200, <laughs> baby. They recovered. They recovered and excelled. Well, especially if it was a space-themed game. <laughs> some of the sound effects don't really fit some of the other ones, like like the circus one, the alley one, where it sounds like all space sound effects. <laughs> it does have a bell. It does have the thing that kind of sounds like a bell, so I'll give it that. But other than that, the sounds, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. All the games sound like All the Williams games sound alike. All the Gottliebs definitely sound Oh, well, the Gottliebs <laughs> just sound <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they sound terrible. Think, think, think when you're playing Firepower and you're like, yeah, this is a pretty cool sound. Just think of the sounds that Gottliebs were making. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 that was their state of the art. <laughs> what about TX Sector? That's, that's, no, like, that's, later. that's like late that, that, 80s. That's, that's late 80s. That doesn't count. We're, ah. ta- we're, we're talking System 1 goodness. We're talking System 1 with the Buck Rogers oh. and even Vulcan. Vulcan was 80 or was it? Vulcan's an EM. Yeah, Vulcan's an EM, Bruce. That's right. So even oh, that's you're, talking, you're talking like Solar Ride. Yeah. Yeah, solar ride, that sucks too. So Bruce, you were saying something? You were segueing into something when I interrupted you. What was I saying? Oh, repairs. Repairs. Hey, repairs, Ron and Raymond, if you have any repairs, did you did you fix anything at the show? Or for your own personal games? Well you broke Meteor, but did you fix anything? No, I don't I did not really fix anything. We we tried to fix Johnny Mnemonic to no avail. What was wrong with Johnny Mnemonic? It was the weirdest thing. The uh, the hand would work in test mode perfectly, and the popper worked, the switches worked, it passed flying colors, and then when you're in a game, when you shoot it in the lock, it would say ball locked, and then it would just do nothing, and it would just sit there, and you couldn't get out of it. It would never ball search, it would never kick, it wouldn't do anything if you turn the game off and turned it back on again you couldn't start a new game with the ball in the popper and it just it just i don't know it like refused to send the ball hmm. into the hand for some reason so that's we didn't know so what we, weird because it's in the saucer yeah. it obviously knows it's in there because it says ball locked but then yeah. it doesn't do anything right it just sat hmm. there weird and it works in test mode it works it, it it pops it up moves over to the hand drops it down Everything fine in test mode. It's something in the game. We think it's either software glitch or maybe there's some switch that's flaky, but like in a weird related way that would cause it to do that. We have we have no idea. So we just we had to disable the hand. Uh, but then that caused other issues where if you start video mode and don't flip at the beginning of it, the game will go into ball search and kick out your ball with your flippers disabled and you drain. So that was also an issue. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had a lamp matrix issue on Roadshow that we fixed. It was just a, a bad transistor uh, where See? pairs You're of fixing. lights would go on. Like one column would always go on for the corresponding row on, on a light, and it was very, very bizarre. All right. That is weird. See? So, Mr. Ron, what did you do for repairs this week? Finish up the stop repairs, the, the stop recovery, <laughs> I, I would say. Stars, the sticky 
the sticky flippers fixed, uh, sticky Good. flippers and stargazer fixed. There was another issue that I don't think I even brought up when um, one of the Eric Russells was over at my house after the uh, the Saratoga show. He was staying overnight because he was going to Rock Fantasy the next day. Where he's like, let's play some World Cup soccer. Turn it on and no display. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No display. So I fixed that uh, ribbon cable. Okay. More ribbon cable goodness. That's why I said I got to yeah. replace some ribbon cables because I believe those are the ribbon cables that had issues and no fear. And I moved them over to World Cup Soccer and you know swapped them. And then both games were working. But I still think there's an underlying issue with the ribbon cables in that game. Let's see what else did I fix? No fear. No fear was really fucked. No fear at the show. At the show. At the tournament, it just kept <laughs> rebooting. Reboot, reboot, reboot. It wouldn't even get full. It wouldn't even fully reboot. It would actually go. The watchdog would kick on. It would start blinking, and then two seconds later, Raymond, it would just lock. Well, so you think it's like, oh, it's the low five volts issue? No, it wasn't. It was not the low five volts issue. I tested that. Never went below like five oh one the whole time, and I'm testing it on the actual CPU board, not the test point. The watchdog was never involved. So. so it, and it just kept booting, booting. And when it would boot, it, it would look like garbage. Like it would the, the display, like the text was all in, like the letters were there, but they were in weird spots. <laughs> yeah. And occasionally, like it actually would boot to the point where I could get into the menu, but it just was all screwed up. So I reseeded the ROM, the EEPROM on U6, the actual game code. And lo and behold, it boots. It stops rebooting. Like, oh. Wow. So I go in the menu. I'm in the menu, and it does weird things. Like, I select something, and it gives me the, you know, press start button to, to do this now. So I press the start. I have to press the start button, like, three or four times before it registers. Another weirdness. Then when I get out of the menu, it just starts firing balls all over the place. And it's like, now, wait a minute. I still think it's something with the EEPROM, just because when I reseeded it, all of a sudden it would boot. So I actually I have a ROM burner now. I have the facilities. So I just burned a new ROM, put it in there, booted right up, and everything worked 100%. All the weirdness disappeared. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that's like uh, what happened with Johnny, like just their weird thing after weird yeah. thing. The thing is, this was a corrupt ROM, too, because when I, I, I erased the ROM, I don't think I told Bruce this part. When, when you erase a ROM, when you read the ROM, it'll show all Fs, the letter F, for everything. And that, that means right. it's blanked out. The, this ROM, it shows intermittent E's in the F's. So you see F-F-F-E, F-F-F-E, even, even after I totally blanked it. So I think the actual chip is, is there something wrong there? Oh, the, the actual uh, The actual EEPROM like chip. Sort of. Yeah, something yeah. is foobar in that guy. <laughs> so I think that was the last of the repairs. I got everything else working. So how about you, Bruce? I replaced 30 light sockets in big game and hot dogging again. Wait a minute, 30? 30. 30? Even if they were getting flaky, I just replaced them. Wait a minute, hot dogging? That was an NOS play field. Weren't they all new sockets? No, of course not. Oh, fail. Fail. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And then I, I fixed with, uh, when we had that apart, I was actually using the, uh, next to it, the Harlem Globetrotters. I was using that as a light board test fixture. And we actually uh, tested and repaired five light boards 
for Bally Williams Stearns. And by we, I'm sure you mean you and Zach. Yes, we did. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. We were doing tag team. That was pretty cool. We got that done. As long as you weren't playing tag team. Nope, not at all. Actually, I don't mind tag team. <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. Actually, I don't mind it at all. I remember playing that at a uh, Never Drains in Southern California tournament. Yeah, that that has to be a Jim Belcito special. He loves yep. those got he loves those got leaves. So yeah. And then uh, what else uh, did I do? Uh, oh yeah, that's about it. I think uh, sockets, light boards, and oh, I had to set up the the sea witch. Which one? Number one. Number one. See which number one. Yeah, because uh, not even Raymond knows. I bought two sea witches within thirty minutes of each other. What? <laughs> yes. Bruce does things like this. See, I don't do things like this. He brought two two big games within what a week? A week. A week. I was I. There's a local one that was in Pinside for a long time, and I finally got to the guy out in Buffalo, and I'm buying it. And at the same time, I was busting a guy I know in. Baltimore saying, hey, you know, I know you got a sea witch you picked up cheap. I want to buy it when you can. So when I'm actually handing the money to the to the person buying the first sea witch, he calls me up and says, hey, you want to buy the sea witch? I said, send me some pics. 20 minutes later, he sent me some pics. I'm like, how much you want? Okay, sold. Done. So I bought two within 30 minutes. You need help, dude. Yeah, I do. I know I do. But, um, you know, hey, this ha- these things happen. <laughs> they do. I just like buying games. Yes, you do. You do. You need help. So you know what time it is, Bruce? Uh, not yet. I still got more shit to go you, on. You got more shit to go on? I do. We had league night this week. Oh, that's right. You guys have leagues. Raymond probably has stuff like that, too. Raymond has a ton of stuff out there in the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Every oh, night yeah. I play pinball somewhere. Let's put it this way. In my league, I play Rocho. That's our one game. In the huh. league I go to. Well, wait a minute. This year we're going to have a second one, I've been told. Adam's family. So I'm actually looking forward to that. <laughs> you give me the failure music or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on. Come on. We're, we're up to two games. We had a show yeah, in Saratoga. You doubled your money. This doubled is going to be fun. a pinball hotbed in no time. I'm telling you. You got it. Yep. Well... Luckily, in Western New York pinball, we now have four cities representing Western New York pinball. Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, and even Binghamton. A Binghamton gentleman. Did you say Evan Bingham? No, no. (laughs) Oh, even Binghamton. Binghamton. So we have four cities. Now, Binghamton is two hours away from Rochester. He's driving up once a month to Rochester to play in our league. Now, Ron, who is only three hours away. three uh, Yeah, three hours and 20 minutes away, Bruce. Okay. 20 minutes. Nothing means nothing. Could have made it the fifth city represented in Western New York pinball. But no. Uh, sure, I'll represent Western New York if people want to come to my house to play games. Well, you can do one night. We can we can definitely do one night at your place. I mean, I'm I'm not driving three and a half hours somewhere else during a weeknight to. No, I'm not. <laughs> yep. There's no way. That's dumb. So, yours truly hosting the first night, tied for first place. So there's a playoff for the best score. The bet, you know, we go we go we give a plaque to every uh every person who wins the mo- the monthly league of you know we have eight nights so it's eight plaques we give away sometimes we only give away three or four if we have many winners so 
random.org picked the game I had to play against, Star Trek, the new one, Stern. The guy came out of the shoot, got $90 million out the bat. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. What's the uh, Star Trek mode where if you, if you get the uh, away team, the warp ramps lit? Is it a... Uh, you think I would know that, but I actually don't. Wait a minute. We have the IFPA world champion, and he doesn't know that. Oh, my God. And we have two owners of the game that don't yeah, know no, that. Exactly. This is embarrassing. This is, is pretty it? sad. <laughs> the blue lights, so call, it's, up, uh, call up Tim Balls. He'll know. He knows everything. Yeah. Or call up well, Steve Bowden. He'll know. I had double scoring on. I just got warp 9.1. I then went to away team. Got that. I was getting the warp, and then I hit seven warp shots in a row. My each warp shot was seven point five million. Oh my god! It was just crushing. I got three hundred ninety-two million on the in grand champion on my own game. I was very happy. So I took <laughs> I took the league night win. Woohoo! But I, I just never did that before, where I actually got the double scoring and got the warp ram shots for the away team and hit seven in a row. Star Trek is such a, a unique game where you can grind out for Oblivion and not really get like very far or very much. But then if you get the right setup of things, your score just like blows up. Yeah. It goes to warp speed. Go to warp. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Sorry. They've gone to plaid. They've gone to plaid. <laughs> That's one thing Bruce, I think, could compete with any world-class player when it comes to loops or any kind of repeatable shot. Of repeatable shots. God. Doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, I do really well on. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think I. I. Yeah, I don't lose games of Doctor Who very often. That game is like you just loop and loop and loop and loop. Loop. Hit. hit loop. Tap. Loop. Tap. Loop. Tap. And that's all you do. You should see Bruce on Getaway. Oh my God. What was that? That wasn't Buffalo this year. It was last year. Yeah. Supercharger mode, which most intelligent people time out. Because it's just, but not Bruce. <laughs> you can get a hundred million if you play. Yeah, it well. when you hit like fifteen ramps and or loops or whatever the hell you hit, it was ridiculous. I was actually doing the outer loop, right? the game was broken. <laughs> You'd think it was. Yes, man, the score does go up in a hurry when you hit a bunch of shots in a row like that. I'll tell you that. Yep, <laughs> I'm a sick bastard when it comes to that game too. But uh, that was a good thing. So. I know Raymond's not ready for us, but we're going to get to him anyway. Game you like, game you hate. Uh, we'll, yeah, uh, definitely going to go last on this. I got to think. You, oh, good. So we'll give you a few seconds to think about it. I'll, I'll you give you a few more seconds because I'll just bring this up very quickly because your getaway thing just reminded me of something. Our, uh, our buddy Soren, the uh, Williams software modification guy, Posted on uh, Till Forums, he had links to several games that he has updated, mostly fixes, make them more um, tournament-worthy. One was some of the ones we mentioned previously, like the uh, Demo Man one that makes the claw actually worth enabling again. Um, he also has there was uh, the Star Trek one that gets rid of the video mode. There's a Getaway one, which gets rid of a lot of the, the Getaway bugs. Like where it, it loses track of how many locks there are and things like that. Nice. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bug fixes. There's one for taxi, which does the um, you know set jackpot total, which you can control to what you want it to be. So check that out. It's on Tilt Forums. He posted it out there. So Bruce, game you like, game you hate. Hate game, Gridiron from Gottlieb. <laughs> I've never course. heard of it. Of course, oh, it's terrible. 
center, center, center kickout shot out of the middle when you hit the flipper. There's two spinners, which is the only fun part of the game. You hit the spinners to increase your yardage, which is actually like your bonus. Terrible game. Terrible game. And guess what? Terrible game. I was going to check it out on IPDP, and I realized they're actually down because oh, of Hurricane, Hurricane Harvey. Oh. They even, they even announced that. You can get to the front page, but if you like search for games and stuff, it doesn't work. Oh, I thought my internet was just getting used up on a Skype call. <laughs> no. No. Wow. It, it's bizarre because they announced like they were going to be going down. But it's weird that you would expect the page just to totally not load. But like it loads normally, and then you search for a game, and it just hangs forever. It's like their back end or something. Yeah. is. Yep. And the game I like? Fire! 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 So you like fire. I love System 11. That's, that is one of the most fun System 11. It's got good shots. Love the bell. Can't go wrong with a bell. You know, I, I watch, like, the better players like Keith and, you know, and Raymond and like that. You know, you guys can just crank on that game for so long. I'm like, holy crap. Really? When have you seen them crank on fire? Uh, yeah, at a Pinburg. At a Pinburg. Oh, yeah? okay. We were waiting on a group, and it was... It wasn't Raymond, because it was, like, four or five years ago, but it was Keith... Trent, because it was a top like four guys, and they got stuck on this bank. It was Keith Trent. I forget who else. There was two more. One was Josh, and it they were at, like they were like like ten million, seven million, six million, and <laughs> the looks was like four million. I was like, oh, and we were all waiting for this round to end, and it was one of the longest Pimberg rounds for the old days. They must have not have had the plug disabled. No, they didn't. Yeah, that was the problem. Uh, yeah. Dis- disable the plug, and that that problem would be remedied. Oh, yeah. I know. So, those are my two games. All right. Game I hate. See, I think I said this already. I might have said Solar Ride on a previous episode. I picked, I picked, I picked multiple ones from Pinberg that I hated. But I'll say it's Solar Ride. Or if I said that one, Asteroid Annie. I'll say that one. Hate both of them. I might have said Asteroid Annie, so I'm saying Solar Ride. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. like uh, that. That that caused me great pain. That was a horrible bank for me because I think I think that and Asteroid Annie, that might have been in the same bank. Oh God, that is bad. That's a terrible bank. Game I like. Here you go, Bruce. I'm gonna double you up here. Fire. Champagne edition. Oh, champagne. Yes. You like those extra lights. The only edition I would I would want. The champagne edition has the fire animation in the back box, which is cool as hell. If you ever actually see one that's working. What game? Fire. Fire champagne edition. There's two different versions of fire. So if you're familiar with fire, the 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 burning animation thing it does on the play field which is just like a little roll that spins inside. Yeah. There was a champagne edition, which had gold trim, I think an oak cabinet, and most importantly, two more of those things that roll, two more motors in the back box. So the back box itself looks like it's on fire. It looks like there is like your board just caught fire and is burning inside the game. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love that. It has all the goodness of fire with that extra little that extra little touch. And I know of one that's like 20 minutes from me. 
fire one of the the rare games with zero pop bumpers. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yes. A, that's actually a good point. That and like yes. no fear. No fear. Shadow. Uh, Shadow. Oh yeah, that's right. Shadow doesn't have any. So that's what we need. We need to bring back no pop bumpers. <laughs> you think I thought I thought Stern would be everyone with no pop bumpers? It's cheaper. <laughs> Star Wars, just take them out. It hardly ever goes there. It only goes there because the diverter makes it go there. Yes. I actually can't even think. I don't remember where the pop bumpers are in Star Wars right now. Upper right. Upper right behind oh. the, the little display. Behind shit. Huh. So you hardly oh, see them. Right behind the the X target. And the only the ball really only goes there if the little the gate or whatever comes up to stop the ball, so it goes in the lanes. Otherwise, yeah. it would just orbit around it every time. Right, kind of like Star Trek, Star Trek actually. Yeah, I guess yeah. If you orbit all the way around, the problem with Star Trek is it has the one pop bumper that the ball gets stuck on all the time. Yeah. The the, yeah, the no. design flaw where their solution was to put a screw in the play field. <laughs> Was that a service bulletin? Still doesn't work. Yeah, it still doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> still doesn't work, is. especially if you have it cranked up like pretty steep. It actually makes it worse. Oh, that's, wow. That's why it seems to happen with mine a lot because I have it pretty steep. So is it my turn? It's your turn. All right. Um, well, I'm going to go with Roadshow for a game I like. got to play it this weekend. I just love the, the music, the sounds, the banter. It's, it's just a fun and the jackpot. The chink, 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 chink. What are you? <laughs> so fun. Nice. Yeah. And then the game I hate, uh, just the first one that popped to my, my mind for some reason, Phantom of the Opera. Just sucks to play. It's just, maybe I just haven't played a good one, but every time I play that game, it's just super dead. Like the rubbers don't bounce. The ball just drains and there's like... N- like, it just feels like every shot is unsatisfying. There aren't even, like, any shots. There's, like, the organ and the ramp, and, like, that's it. Like, it just clunk fest. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I concur. Yeah. Good backlash, though. Yeah, I mean, the, the sounds are great, and, the yeah, the backlash is beautiful, and, you know, but when you actually play it, uh. I think one of Paul Ferris's maybe last games, or it's definitely near the end. Yeah, it is definitely near the end. Paul Ferris, the Paragon guy. The same guy who did Paragon did, did that back last. So let's see. What we got on the... Uh, mail ball bag? Jacket here. The mail ball bag. <laughs> it never gets old. I feel like a beef symbol. Does it ever get old? Are you going to laugh never. every time someone says mail ball bag? <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> mail ball bag. Okay, I'll get the one side. I'll get the one side of the ball bag. You get the uh, other. Oh, well, we got one from Ryan. Ryan C. Yes, he do. Ryan C. of the Head to Head Pinball Podcast. Highly yes, recommended. Did you Did you do? Did you? Oh, <laughs> oh chunda heads. Good day, lads. Sri Lankan storm is the most annoying call out ever. What's that from? It's uh, X Men. He's calling Storm from X Men. Oh, okay. And it says, also, Sheila equals female. Yes. But what is that in reference to? Sheila down there is female. So they called her Sheila at one point. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, well, we had an email from, from Soren letting us know that he put all this these mods out there on Tilt Forums. Which was very nice to do. Very nice of him. And then I have one from uh, Jason. Hi, Ron and Bruce. 
listened to your last podcast and felt the need to share my Stern experience with Gary Stern. Uh-oh. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be good, is it? Yep. <laughs> I bought a brand new Kiss when it came out. As soon as I took it out of the box, the coin, do- co- yeah, the coin door decal was really bad with bubbles and creases. Contacted my distributor and Stern. Stern sent me a new decal, and I changed it myself. There you go. All set. A month passes, and both side cabinet decals start bubbling around the head pivot and around the flipper buttons on both sides. Again, contacted Stern and my distributor. This time, Stern's solution to my bad decals was to give me lollipop rails to cover them up. Actually, that's pretty nice. I, I like the lollipop rails. Let's see. I'm going to condense the story. In the end, Stern gave me the option of lollipop rails or nothing. I wrote a nice letter to Gary Stern, including pictures and how I was treated by customer service with the take the rails or nothing offer over a machine that was only two months old. Yeah, two months old. That's pretty early. We have an issues. That was over a year ago, and I never got any response from Gary Stern or anyone else from Stern. They lost me as a customer. I will always buy you, Stearns. I love their games, but I refuse to support a company that did not care about me in the end. I felt the need to balance out the email you read praising Stern from a fellow listener on your last episode. I was at Jersey Jack Open House last summer, and Jack apologized to everyone there that had experienced any delays or issues with The Hobbit and Wizard of Oz personally. He's a salesman, I know, but it seemed very sincere, and he was very nice to speak to. My wife and I bought a Hobbit because of that experience talking to him. You do not need to read this email to your listeners, but you can if you want to. Keep it up. Oh, should I not yeah, read that? I wanted to. <laughs> nope, I, I, I read it. I wanted you to read it. That's why I had no problem with that at Okay. All. You see how much I prepare reading? That literally was the first time I read it. And then on uh, Facebook, going to that right now, well, I was multitasking in the background while you were talking so eloquently. Oh, well, while you're looking for that, do you know, Raymond, we're on another podcast? Yes, we were. We're on Pinball Profile, hosted by Jeff Teolis. Yes. Oh, is that out? Yes, it is. It's out. Today. I have to listen to that. So have you listened to it yet, Bruce? Yes, I did. Okay, you'll have to let me know how it was. It was really good. I actually did a great job, of course, as always. Okay. Okay, was I any good? Oh, you were great. Okay. I, I kind of have the um, I have the Steph Pinball Princess-itis when it comes to listening to stuff with myself in it. Yeah. And I usually don't. <laughs> I used to be so eager to watch myself play or listen to myself in an interview or like any of that. But now as I've gotten older, I, I kind of... I, I just kind of like, oh, it happened. All right, that's out there somewhere if somebody wants it, but I don't really need to go back and watch it right now or listen to it right now. It's like at Buffalo, the Buffalo Pinball Open there. They're setting up cameras for classics. Oh, cool, I'll be on, on video. I can watch myself later. And then I don't really watch myself later. Okay, Bruce. We got one message from Aaron Nichols. He just asked uh, what our thoughts are on Wizard of Oz. Oh. Uh, I like it. Okay, Raymond likes it. What do you like about it? There's things I like about it, and there's things I don't like about it. But overall, I think it was a a decent first effort from Jersey Jack. It's got the Keith Johnson, you know, rules. It's got the crazy wizard mode. It's got um, it's got a lot to do, like different things, different levels of achievement too. Like just starting rescue multi ball is like something you can go for, or, or the ball, crystal ball multi ball, the rainbow, the little spinny house. There's a lot going on, so I like that about it. I don't like how clunky it can be sometimes and 
I don't like the scoring, like the low scoring thing that they did. I know it's arbitrary and weird, but I just want to, I don't feel as satisfied getting tens and hundreds of points. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. Um, but, let's see. I, I have to agree. I will go. I agree with the clunky part. And I'm, I'm yeah. more of a shot guy. I don't I mean, it might have the greatest software, the most intricate, greatest, deepest rule set ever conceived. If I don't like the shots, I'm not going to like the game. I'm guessing you're not a fan of Simpsons Pinball Party, the greatest game ever made. Nope. That, and that's what exactly what I told him. I said, I don't, I like it. I don't love it, but I can play it. And I call it a, a TSPP on, on a uh, wide body. It really yeah. is. Yep. That's basically what it is. Yep. Simpsons, it's like, hit the garage, get up to the couch, hit the garage, hit the garage, get up to the, yeah. No, you got to start modes also, right loop, right outer loop, right outer loop, get up to the garage and do it that way. Well, unless, unless you're on certain tournament settings where the light, the garage also lights your TV mode, which is annoying, actually. I I hate that. I hate that too. Totally worth you on that one, Raymond. It kills me because I love the Simpsons. I love the call outs. I just never liked playing that game. Just no. Shots just don't do it for me. Same thing with Hobbit. If we're going about the Jersey Jack games. Yeah, Hobbit Hobbit doesn't do anything at all for me. Like maybe if I if you sat me down and, and told me every single thing about the game and like I started like memorizing the modes and know which what exactly to do, where, when, like maybe it might be interesting, but I don't know if it would be fun. Like I, I don't I don't know if it would cross that line. Yeah. I just don't like the way it shoots. The thing is, yeah. did, didn't the same guy design all three games we just mentioned? Balser? Yeah, isn't it all yes. Joe Balser games? Yeah. But the thing is, he also did Houdini, and I actually like the way that shoots. Really? Yep. Yeah, tight. Really tight. That's Yeah, that's the exact word I described for yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're all in agreement. That's a yeah. good thing. Well, and, and there's some, like, dual stage, like, shots. Meaning, like the lock, the one lock shot, like you hit a shot, it fires the ball to another location where then it's then fired into a trunk. I like that. I, I want to see more where you see the ball moving around doing stuff, you know, like that, that mechanical action, whatever you want to call it. Just to, seeing the ball do stuff, I think is pretty cool. You like uh, Stern NBA? It does a lot of stuff. <sighs> no. I'm thinking more like, here's here's Fail. We said... <laughs> Wait, I brought last week Roller Games 2000. Yes, Roller dual, Games 2000. Dual stage great. kickback. What? Dual stage kickback. That's what Roller Games has. It's about the only game I could think of that has it. When you when the uh, kickback kick fires, goes up a little ramp up into another kickback, which fires it and it comes all the way around the loop where you can hit the side ramp. Beautiful. Well, when it when it's when, when it it's, works when it works right. It does? Yeah. That's what it's supposed to do. Mine does that. I, sometimes they don't make it all the way around, depending on how they got it situated. But I love that. I mean, it's like dual stage kickback. I've never seen one since then. I thought it was. Um, I didn't know it did that. I thought it was like Corvette, where it just kind of drops it on the left orbit for you. No, it, it literally it'll fire if you when it fires the first kickback. The normal kickback location actually goes up a little mini ramp, then stops. It settles. Onto another coil that fires it like 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 you were launching it, and it fires and it goes all the way around the loop to the upper flipper. Cool. It is cool. Hear that, Steve? Bring it back. Come on. Whatever your next game is, use it. 
dual stage kickback. I don't care if it puts you over budget. Actually, Budgets are for well, blanks. Re- remove one of the uh, pop bumpers. There you go. That's all. Exactly. That's the same you go. prices. Exactly. Do a single pop bumper. There's a concept. <laughs> There's so many games, good games with a single pop bumper. Meteor, you had one of them that broke down. Meteor, Nine that, Ball, pop bumper. Stars. Yeah, it has one pop bumper. It has one pop bumper and two dead bumpers at the top. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're yep. right. Oh, I know my Sterns. <laughs> I know my old Sterns. Uh, that's a Steve Kirk thing. Now, the Nine Ball has the single pop bumper, and Stars has the single pop bumper. Yep. Guess who's coming out on tour this next month? Coming on tour. Oh, to okay. Yes, yes. As part of the Trash Talker Invitational, yes. Chuck Webster alerted us to the fact that Steel Panther, the, that the legendary Steel Panther, will be playing in the area. In New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> Has Raymond ever heard Steel Panther? Never heard of him. Oh. Okay, you'll have to just look him up on YouTube. Ha- and then... Yes, highly recommended. Especially their videos, they're hilarious. And just remember when you're watching it, it's it's a gimmick. It's fun. It's, it's a gimmick. It's a, it's, it's a gimmick. It's a joke. It's like if you've ever seen Spinal Tap or anything it's like, like that. Gore style. Yes, it's you know no, he's right. It's metal band. Yes, but it is gore in that it is is a gimmick. Okay. Yes, they're not. Yes. Now, yes. Now October fifth, that is, they're going to be in New Hampshire. October fourth, they're going to be in Buffalo. Ooh. You think I can convince? On my wedding anniversary to go to Steel Panther? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. Let's put it this way, Raymond. Some of their song titles are uh, titles like um, It Won't Suck Itself. <laughs> <laughs> Is it kind of like um, uh, Tenacious D? Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's done like... An 80s, the, they're an bon 80s metal, metal band. Poison. I would say, yeah, poison. Yeah, like poison. poison okay. That kind of like they're an '80s metal band that just yeah. sing the most insane lyrics. <laughs> that are, but but you're listening to it and it's like, damn, the music's actually good. It's actually really good because they're all like actual musicians who have been on the scene for like 20, 30 years. They're not young guys. I have to book the. I have to book myself on the Kiss Cruise Seven. The what? Kiss Cruise. Kiss Cruise. Wait a minute. They have Kiss Cruises. Yes, they're on number seven. Oh, that's so bad. But wait, Steel Panther's going to be on there. Oh, wait a minute. Kiss and Steel Panther? Yes. But Steel Panther is infinitely more talented than Kiss. Not according to Kiss. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not according to Gene Simmons. Come on. I, I would say uh, their uh, Steel Panther's guitarist is better. I would say their lead singer is better. No? Don't yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, we have one more bit we got to do. We have one more bit. Okay, what's the bit we got to do? Would you or would you not buy that? We have to do that when we have Raymond here after the last episode. I don't. Are we going to have anything as good as the butthole crane? No, Damn. no. The butthole crane is hard to top. That was, yeah. It made it difficult to share the podcast with family members. <laughs> <laughs> now look at me, Ma. I, I'm on the We're screen. talking about the whole cranes, oh, yes. We'll skip the Steel Panther part then. Yes. Okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. Ticket number 122-653-118-329. This is right up Ron's alley. 
Oh. Oh, pinball machine, black knight. You had one of these, didn't you? Yes. Wow, what a deal. A thousand bucks for a black knight? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's an effing toy. <laughs> oh. Two effing toys. Oh, man. What do you think that retailed for originally? No, this is Stern's new model. It's the, it's oh. the mini model. Yep. The, the, like... No, it's the pin. <laughs> it's the, the pin. pin. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, this is the micro micro yeah. edition. Okay, well, I gotta I gotta read the description. Is there any description? Pinball ma- pinball machine Black Knight two thousand. Oh, this is the same one you had, yes. and a hell, handheld Black Knight two thousand LCD video game. Both are in used working condition. Really, twenty five dollars or make an offer. Uh, I'll give you twenty bucks. Mine, was, I actually had the box for mine. Remember? That's true. How much do you think that retail for originally? Probably twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, maybe thirty nine yeah. ninety five. Yeah, we would not buy that, folks. But there's three watching. Of course, one of them yeah. is you. One of them's me. But I sold mine with the box for two hundred seventy five bucks. Okay. So that's all right. You'd have to have someone that really likes pinball two thousand. I agree. I mean pinball Black Knight two thousand. Sorry. All right, all right. Don't buy that. What's the next one? Okay, coming up to it. Ticket number. Two zero two zero two one nine nine five six eight seven. This is close to Ron. Laser Q. Yeah. Let's see. Where is it? You see, close to me. Uh, Oniana. Oniana. Okay. You're 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 right for once. Let's see. Eleven hundred. Mint condition, no peeling paint, completely reworked action. Completely reworked action. What does that mean? Excellent condition laser cue pinball machine, reworked for your playing pleasure. The high scores are all the default. Did he ever play it, or is it? Not everyone's as good as you, Raymond. You know, they might not be (laughs) able to beat the score. (laughs) But the play field actually is not smoked in the middle like all of them usually are. Backlash looks yep. good. It yeah. looks nice. The rubbers look nice. Yeah. Nice. I, for 1100 bucks. I'd buy that. I'd buy that, too. And I tell him to take the glass off when he takes the picture next time. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I mean. Um, that I mean, could be yours, it, Ron. It's Alien Poker 2. It is. It is basically what it is. Yep. And if you want to um, popify it, you can remove the, the, um, the wire form. Yes. Because Raymond's probably not actually used to seeing that wire form there. If you look at oh. the picture of the play field, between the two flippers, there's a wire form so you don't get flipper bitched. That's the default configuration. Oh, even even if you hold it up, yep. you can't... Is... Yep. Papa is the one who pulled that. Yes. Huh. And so it made it popular. Like, I've noticed other ones at shows have that pulled now. You know what you should never pull is the gate on the yeah. beast slayer in Paragon. Oh, you can put a one-way gate. Uh, you can put a one-way gate there. Well, there's normally a gate that stops it from going back into the beast slayer, but I've seen games where they they pull that, and so you can hold up the left flipper and kill yourself. So I'd buy that one. Oh yeah, we we might buy that one. Yeah, I think Ron should. This is ready for the last one. Last one. Three zero two four two four five seven three eight three seven. Oh boy. Why would you want th- wh- why? <laughs> three? Why? Three Bally pinball machines. Gene Simmons, Ace Freely, Peter Chris, Paul Stanley. Well, wait a minute. Shouldn't there be four of them then? 
One for each member? No, three machines. Yeah, I heard one yeah. for each machine. <laughs> 20th. Uh, so how how much is that a piece? That's like Seven, 700 eight, something dollars. 775. So that's not or... bad. They're all kind was... of blown. Well, one of them actually, it's funny. They're all, th- two of them are completely blown out in the middle. And then one of them, the middle is fine. Perfect. But then the sides are blown out. Yeah, I know. Maybe you can cut the play field up and use different sections to create the perfect play field. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you transposed all these on top of each other, you would have one like really nice game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the oh, weird wow. thing is it actually has a German backlash in one of them. I was just noticing that. It has the, the fat S's. Not yeah. 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 But the play, but each – all three of the play fields don't have the inserts for – Oh, they all have oh the, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Yes. That's bizarre. So this is like a hobnob of four different machines. So you did get your four machines, Ron. A hobnob or a hodgepodge? Hobnob. Hobnob? That's when you no, hobnob I love the with pop people. Bumpers. Oh, I love the pop bumpers on uh, one you, of them. You mean the one that has the flat Liberty flag on it? Yes, the Freedom one. Freedom. And then I don't know what the bottom one is on that one. I have never seen that pop bumper before in my life. Really? Wait a minute. You've never seen – oh, i got to look at this then if you've never seen it. It looks like an asterisk with a um, with a mustache. Yeah, is literally what it looks like. I have no idea I've what never that seen is. That before. Uh, that's because someone must have like painted something with marker on it. I don't know. It looks pretty. That that asterisk looks really good. All right, folks. If you see this auction, look this up. Well, number one, we would not buy that. Number two, please let us know what that pop bumper is. That pop bumper cap. I have no idea what that is. Which image? Uh, the second one. Oh wait. That looks like a flag, like from Freedom. Or no, that's that's the one, but the one, the the one where next close closest to the center of the playfield. Oh, yeah, no idea. Okay. No idea either. Very bizarre. So, you get you get the peeling German back glass. <laughs> you get a, one of the games has like a hacked up uh, transformer board in it. Let's see what the description. Comes with one back glass. It has flaking. Playfields have wear. He spelled wear right. Uh, I'll give him. I'll give him kudos just for that. See photos. Boards are there. Has legs. Being sold as is untested. I'm not a tech, so I never tried messing with the wires, plugging them in. Will ship. That's nice. If buyer makes all arrangements oh. and pays shipping company. This is a great opportunity to get three Kiss pinballs in one auction. Restored, they sell for four to five k. Wow, it's like, it's 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 perfect. I can just make four to five k, spending only twenty three hundred. It's great. <laughs> All three have the heads, have the boards. One head has come apart in rough shape, but the boards are there. The wood could be repaired if you are a woodworker. All have original coin doors and wiring. I would not buy this. We would not buy this. Because you're, you're going to have trouble making anything good from this. Maybe the boards, but the boards ain't worth $2,400. $2,400, no. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a trap to me. Yeah. It yeah, just, yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I, found a, I found a number. You guys should uh, put this one in. Okay, hold on. We're ready. Go for it. All right. 322-671-528-5. Four six six. Silver Ball Mania. Wow, <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> I love what as soon as I see the wow and nice in there, I immediately <laughs> I like fail fail. Wow, nice. It's wow. <laughs> nice. That means it's awesome. And I, I know, know the guy who's selling it. You know the guy who's selling it. I know the seller. Oh. Okay. No, 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 nothing like bad or good. I just you know no. There's he, so he's, many he's a flipper. Marks. He's a flipper. He's a flipper. Okay. And, well, we yeah. have major wear in the center. Yep. And yeah, look at that. That's... Yeah. Major wear in the center. It's silver ball mania, so it's another strike against it. <laughs> you just hit the U over and over. There, there's a game that could use a rule set update. Um, mm-hmm. Sixteen hundred dollars. Or three pictures. Glass is I can't tell. off in the one picture. I think, yeah, it's got to be because there's no glare from the lights. So at least he took the glass off in one picture. But yeah, that uh, I mean the the wear in the center is yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Yeah. The back glass though, pretty good. Looks pretty good. Of course, he doesn't have a you know. You'd like to have a picture of the other side of the back glass. That's where you can really tell if it's good or not. But mm-hmm. for your consideration, is this Bally Silverball Mania made back in the eighties? Great looking and working machine. Back glass near flawless. Okay. Playfield recently cleaned and new rubber bumpers added. Cleaned? Cleaned? Cleaned. Yeah, it, oh, yeah it's okay. clean. It has wear. That doesn't mean it's not clean. No, new clean, upgraded yeah. Ultimate MPU. Free delivery Ooh. to the Cleveland Show in September. Don't miss out on this collectible machine. Yeah, I will. Yeah, we'll, we'll miss out. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 if the person selling it is one of our listeners, remember Raymond picked it. Blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think about that. Like, I, I, whoever made it did a good job because it was just in the like explore more options thing, and I saw all the exclamation marks, and I had I had to click on it. Yep. Have to always. Yep. And and they have a hundred percent positive feedback with two hundred thirty-two oh, no. sales. You know, so, maybe I I would buy this. I don't know. It's it's not it's. I wouldn't, buy it, I wouldn't buy it at that price. It's wow. Yeah. It's wow. I did mention <laughs> the, the guy selling the three Bally uh, kisses, his username, his eBay name is HollywoodHunk24. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, He's a Hollywood hunk, man. Okay, last gripe from me. Oh, gri- You always have a gripe. Stern old spinners fucking suck. Oh, they went out of adjustment, I hear. All five. All five of them. I'm sorry, Which Bruce. Which game? Was it Stargazer and Quicksilver? Stargazer and Quicksilver. All five went the fuck out. You know what I think? I think you got to get the heat gun and actually heat up the metal and then bend it. So you maybe, want to burn the maybe, machine? Well, no. no. Take the spinners <laughs> out first, dumbass. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to burn. Yeah, yeah heat away. gun them Fire. at the low setting, Bruce. Don't overheat the thing like you did and ruin the insert. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Because uh, that's that's... They they could be just slowly bending back to their original state, so you may have to heat them up. So they suck. No, well, I have one more. Not great, but we talked about Stern cabinets falling apart. Fixing them. Stern is now putting the what I would say the, called the Williams Lamp. plates, the Williams um, leg plates inside. On LEs. Oh wait a minute! Only on LEs. Pros still don't have them. What? The one, the, well, here's here's what the pros that were shipped already did not have. They had the original plates because I looked at Pocketeers. When I found out that the LE, they changed it. Look in their LE, that Pocketeer has a Star Wars LE. 
that has the Williams style. So we have to see if the next run of pros have them or premiums have them or don't. And if they do, kudos to Stern. Yes, if they don't and they just put on the LEs, boo. Boo. So you're saying the only way you get a cabinet that will not fall apart is if you get an LE. Yeah, that's where your $8,000 gets you. <laughs> they did change the way they do the cabinets. Yes, when I did. had the Ghostbusters, I could physically see and feel it in the corners that it was done differently than all my other Stern games. So they changed something. Yes, I agree. So, Raymond. Yes. Where are you going to be going to your next tournament? Um, well, yeah, it'll be a Vancouver flip-out uh, in uh, the end of September. Okay. That's, with, uh, uh, what's his name? With pinball the... profile. Yep. Jeff Teolis will be there. Yes. Hi, Jeff. And who does that tournament? That is... Uh, um, it's Pro? part of the Vancouver flip-out, or Vancouver Expo. I think it's, yeah, it's called the Vancouver Expo. Uh, Tommy Floyd... Um, Dave Stewart is the tournament director at the for the tournament. Uh, it was it was good to see Tommy again when uh, I was at Pinburg last time, and him and his wife I know very well. With the cause yeah, he's pretty the he's a pretty cool dude. He's very cool. And then of course Raymond will be coming to the Trash Talk Invitational. Chuck Webster, you're going down. We got our ringer. We got our ringer. Yep. we do have our ringer. Gonna take you all down in Trash Talk while doing it. He'll live in New York for at least a day. A day. Then he might have to move. Just saying, but okay. <laughs> we are evil. We are I evil. Wait. Time to pay some <laughs> yes. bills. And before we do, I just want to say, uh, Steve Bowden, final bonus, because I don't think I yes, said that. Steve Bowden, final bonus, and hi Zach, the other Zach. We, we said that, yes, Zach. Uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Check out my website for lifting, moving your machines with ease, with tilters, helpers, lifters, wheel kits, and occasional mod or two. I will be using the tilter to set up the dialed in at some point. With maybe you'll have to videotape this. I don't know. That thing is freaking heavy. Yeah, that's what I hear. I'm kind of scared. God, I think it was heavy when I put it in the back of that. Uh, my my Subaru. Ugh. Dialed in? It's got to oh, be yeah. lighter than Hobbit or Wizard of Oz. No. Wow. Because so I moved both, and oh my god, it's right up there with them. But you think it'd be lighter? Maybe you're just getting weaker because you're old. Well, that's why I have an elevator in my house to move games up and down the stair, up and down the... Uh, it's a dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter, You sorry. can't have an elevator. Yeah, it's a dumbwaiter. can't have an elevator in the state of New York, but I can have a dumbwaiter. Yep. Don't forget uh, Pinball Star, who just shipped Ron's beautiful dialed in. Now I'm waiting for mine. And uh, Joe, uh, he's a really good guy. He sold us both of our machines. Check him out at pinballstar.com. That's Joe Newhart. Joe Newhart. And then also check out uh, Mike Pupo. At FlipperFidelity.com. He sells Stern pinball machines. He uh, sells uh, Stern authorized mods. He also sells the best sound system speakers for your pinball machine ever made. Don't forget, we don't take any money from our, our advertisers. We just do it free. Because we're nice guys. Pinball podcast that we approve. We're going to start going over this now. I'm going to go over a list. Oh, we're, we're going to have a list of, of the yep. plugging of other podcasts. Yep, yeah, because I like them. All right. Nate, Coast to Coast. The, the Hallmark. The Hallmark. Excellent. The one we're all, yes. we're all striving to reach the levels of. Yes, of course. Uh, Jeff Teolis, Pinball Profile. Excellent. He does a lot of stuff for this hobby and 
promotes a lot of things and good things. Like today, he promoted uh, he promoted the uh, suffering that unfortunately people are having now in Texas and trying to get people to donate money. That was a really nice one to do. So good job, Jeff. Two new ones. Head-to-head pinball, I've talked about them. They're our Australian friends, Ryan C. and Martin. Check out their podcast at Head, the number two, Head, Pinball. And then also one more I listened to. That was one we were on this week, which was the uh, Pinball Players podcast. He's only got two episodes up. Very professionally done, just like Jeff Teolis, not like us, because we're just freaking hacks. Hey, speak for yourself. I use the finest headsets. So do I. Yeah. The best 1995 money can buy. Logitech headset you can buy, yep. But uh, those guys, I really like their podcast. I really enjoy them. Don't forget, I like the flipping podcast with uh, Taylor and uh, Tommy. Very good, too. Anything you'd like to add, Raymond? Uh, to podcasts? Anything. Any podcasts you like? Anything you like to comment on? You have open stage. Only I want to Raymond thank everybody man. who uh, came out to Northwest Champs again. Um, that was... It was a really amazing turnout, and uh, it was just—I I definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> but <laughs> it was—it was great seeing everybody there, and there was tons of volunteers. Everyone in Seattle um, pitched in. It was amazing how quickly we were able to move the games afterward with so many helpers. It was—it was really, really cool. Excellent. Not cool. Very cool, Raymond. As always, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're always welcome on the show, and it was funny. Six hours ago, I, I emailed him, or five hours ago, saying, you want to be on? And he's like, yeah, what the hell? And boom. Yeah, okay. yeah, why not? Yeah. I, I, well, I first had to check what day of the week it was, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> then he got on the podcast and said, oh, God, why did I do this? What am I doing here? Oh. <laughs> what am I doing here again? <laughs> All right. Um, yes, we are the Slam Till Podcast. This has been episode 58, Pink Panther, The Pink Panther. Dun, dun, dun. See, even Raymond knows that. And that movie's <laughs> older than me. I mean, that movie's older than Bruce. That's how old it that is. is. Oh, I just know it from the Steve Martin movies. There you go. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait a minute, oh, movies? Old. He did more than one? He did two. There's two of them? There's two of them. Oh, well, we'll get to those in I don't know how many episodes. I didn't know he did two of those. Wow. I know, I know. I am. Are they any good? Uh, no. 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 Okay. All right. I mean, eh, I guess the first okay. one's okay. The second yeah. one's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This has been the Slam Till Podcast. We can uh, be found on Facebook. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. YouTube and Twitch. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. Correspondence can be sent to us at Slam Till Podcast at gmail dot com. Thanks again to Raymond for Thank you, joining Raymond. us today. Thanks for staying up late for don't, me, guys. No, no problem. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, and don't forget to post positive things on iTunes. And don't forget Trash Talker Invitational. Come on, yes. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania residents. Somebody step up. It's for a good cause, and you can shut those New Englanders up because, man, they need to be shut up. We're donating $100 of our own money. Not even going to be in it. Donate some money for a good cause. And get a chance to play the New England players. And kick their ass. I mean, i got to exactly. bring that up. That's very important. They're going down. we got Raymond Davidson. He's coming in. He's going to be a New York resident for at least a day. Yep. It's kind of like that Simpsons episode when Burns got all the ringers in to win the softball hey. game. <laughs> if anyone remembers that one, that's one of the all-time great Simpsons episodes. 
That's where the mystery spot's from. Exactly. I have another idea. Oh, God. What's your other idea? Plan B. Plan B. Okay. Yes, this is plan B. If Raymond cannot fly out and doesn't take the first class accommodations, who's a friend of our show right now who works at Stern? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he would come down for us. Wait, wait, wait. His girlfriend lives where? New York. That's true. Thank you very much. But I thought she was moving. But she's not moving yet. Oh, okay. See, so we have a second ringer. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. <laughs> no, she she could come in and just say, well, I, I, I have my boyfriend here. Can he play? Sure. Yeah, and, and it's Keith Elwood. That would be great. Oh, that would be classic. Speaking of classic, it's been another classic episode. Once again, thank you, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, DJ Duquette. Oh my.